0: Right, man, morning time, man. Early as fucking AM, six thirty on the dot. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party podcast, and this is uh, the last show of the year. This is the last podcast episode of the year. Um, this is the last work day. This is the last work day for me of the year, which is important as well. Um. We're just gonna recap the year, man. I think it's only right. A lot of us had a tough year, but a year that we were still able to push through, a year that we were still able to prosper in. But um, you already know the moves, man. You're here in the vehicle, get ready to go back in this is not only the last podcast of the week, this is not only the last workday of the week because I have New Year's off, but it is the last, um, it is the beginning of something. It's the best way I can describe it. It is, in fact, the beginning of something. I'm going to have to grab some Gas. It is indeed the beginning of something. What you may ask, we don't know. Let me just grab a, a swig here of this, of this uh, Gold Peaks iced tea. Oh yeah. Yeah, this year has been kinda fucking, uh kinda rough, right? <clears throat> sure majority of the people will agree with what I'm saying, that the year has been pretty tense, to say the least, and the fact that everything is only beginning says a lot, you know, because we still got a lot of shit to go through, I forgot the gas stations, (laughs) a lot of gas stations aren't open at this time, so that's cool. I just wasted my time. (laughs) Going in the opposite direction, man, I'm just ready for this day to be over with. I'm ready for this week to be over with. I'm ready for this year to be over with. But it doesn't really make that much of a difference. See, I've always been realistic. Um, You know, when it comes to just the new year. I talk a lot more about the end of the year than I will about the beginning or the anticipation of the year to come. Now, unfortunately, the world has had a tough year, right? This country in particular had a tough year. And we are now in the transitioning phase, I believe. where things will gradually get better, I do have a few bones to pick from 2020, starting with the election, starting with the results of the election, and really how things have transpired since the election. You know what I mean? So since the election, you know, it's very interesting to note that I don't know, the vaccination kind of came directly after the election. And, you know, I don't know if people were paying attention to the news. But they didn't really mention anything about CV-19 during the election. They just did not. And for people to just not notice shit like that, That was like a yellow flag to me. Because, all right, before the election, these people couldn't stop talking about COVID-19. You know what I mean? They literally could not stop talking about COVID-19. And then when election day began, you saw no news stories about the cases. But when Biden wins, all of a sudden, there's a vaccine here. And we should all thank Joe Biden for the vaccine. And I'm pretty confident in saying that more than half of our population in this country will not take the vaccine. Unless, of course, their lives literally depend on it. (laughs) And... You know, we're going to talk about the whole atmosphere of dating and relationships. The the usual red pill talking points. But I just wanted to go through, like, the chaos throughout the year. So let me give you guys a rundown. And I remember this shit like it was yesterday. So this isn't going to be hard to really do a rundown. Let's do a rundown on what happened this year. So starting... I would like to say starting March, to be exact, March 11, 2020, we began lockdowns. We began quarantines. We began losing our jobs and a lot of people were fortunate to still have their jobs. I was one of those people. And even in those situations, At the previous school that I was working in, there was a pretty big scare. So, one of the teachers had a fiancé, not even sure if this is a man or a woman teacher, but a lot of these teachers had, um, you know, they had fiancés that take trips they go to different locations throughout the world. And it just so happened that one of the teacher's fiancés has came back from Italy. <clears throat> now, the teacher didn't mention this. <clears throat> Let's just get this out of the way. The teacher did not mention the fact that she has a soon-to-be husband, or was it? A He having a soon-to-be wife who came back from Italy. But the conversation just came out of the blue... And I guess a couple of paranoid um, control freaks reacted very quickly. So what ended up happening was, on top of the lockdown, everybody was sent home for 14 days. So the good news was, a lot of us still got paid for those 14 days the bad news would be if you're really thinking about you know the idea of getting up going to work getting things done like how I usually do I don't really get involved with too many conversations at the workplace I've seen and actually dealt with a lot of people I got this driver that's riding my ass for no reason. But when you see and hear, a lot of these people who do not work complain about the atmosphere. Well, I tend to laugh at bit. you know? I chuckle a bit because, you know, we all know bums, you know what I'm saying? Even the most established man knows bums. And regardless of how the year is going, if you're not making money, or if you're not just grinding it out day to day trying to get to the next level, to me, you're just playing on easy mode. A lot of guys, matter of fact, just to switch this up a little bit, a lot of men will consider a lot of attractive women to be living their lives on easy mode. Now, I don't understand why women would call that hating. Because it isn't. It's just how we look at it, we see it as the truth. Alright, so a lot of these women, especially attractive women, they are essentially used to getting shit handed to them. Getting money handed to them. Getting opportunity handed to them because of their looks. This doesn't surprise me. But what does surprise me is this idea or this belief that women deserve those things. I mean, just because of her good looks, there's a lot of men who have fell by the wayside Dealing with these traps. Dealing with the mind games. Dealing with these shit, the shit games. With the shit test. Simply because the woman is attractive. So a guy... And this is just the reality. A guy will deal with a woman who is annoying. A woman who's lazy. And a woman who doesn't really have any vision. But only... Off of the aspect of her being attractive. Now keep in mind. Men. Have to do things very differently. Men essentially have to be the ones. Who are hands on. We're playing on normal to hard or experienced difficulty meaning regardless of how attractive we are regardless of how attractive a man is he is still going to be put in responsibility to make money, to have a job to have a career to have a plan you know what I mean to have goals you know you can't be like if you're a guy you can't be like a lot of women who just live for the moment you can't and if you're in a, and if you're a woman who's not really that attractive then you shouldn't have this attitude not to say that women are attractive should have the attitude but women who are pretty much below basic need to shut the fuck up too you know because it becomes like a plague, you know, it's like Cardi B-itis. That's what it is. It's Cardi B-itis. It's these bitches who listen to a lot of these hip hop artists. But essentially they don't really they don't really have ambition to do anything besides show their ass on social media physically and metaphorically show their ass. Show their backside. Show off their new clothing. Show off their new makeup. And that's it. I mean, let's be honest, yo. Let's look at the means of the hustle when it comes to females. So you're either, and this isn't all women, but these are most of the women who are recognized. On, you know, social media, online in general. You'll have women who get thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for doing makeup tutorials. Tens of thousands of dollars doing makeup tutorials. And you know what? I'm just gonna throw out a random statement. I think the makeup industry along with females is more prevalent than the fitness aspect, the working out aspect whether it's yoga, Pilates, or straight-up lifting weights, it's a more popular industry than fitness when it comes to women, makeup. And this is where the e-girls come in, or a lot of people call them e-thoughts, where these women are pretty attractive, or at least I will say they're attractive with makeup on. They're attractive before... Well, they weren't attractive before... A lot of these women, such as Tommy Lauren, who spent 15 minutes telling you, telling everybody in the world in America that men are trash. But when you see a picture of her before the nose job and before all the makeup was put on her, she's like a three maybe a four the only reason why i'm gonna say a three or four is because the attitude is so shitty for somebody who isn't even real let me just start off by saying when you're a female or a male for that matter and you feel the need to change the way you look permanently not just with makeup but I also do think that makeup is a part of that insecurity of a lot of women. Not all, but most of them, if we're talking about makeup. If you have to permanently change yourself, so you go to the plastic surgery, you, you, you have bank to get these things done because you do need money for these um, expensive procedures, and you change yourself, you're no longer yourself. You're no longer a person of genuine thought in action, because that cosmetic surgery changed your entire viewpoint, not wholly, but you're still going to have those insecurities, and I think Tommy Lauren is one of those examples. You know, even though I would consider myself conservative, I don't really have a thing for the so-called established conservative women because remember these are supposed to be the females who are against feminism these are supposed to be the females who are supposed to be allies to the hard working man that's what they put themselves as it's not as if they really are that they could be but their actions and the things that they say prove otherwise, and you have a Tommy Lauren, which is probably one of the funniest moments of the year, in a year of a lot of fucked up shit that's happened, this video would probably be the funniest, and you know what, I think when we pull up, we're going to go through the Tommy Lauren video, just just for shits and giggles, literally, just for the laughter aspect. Then I'm gonna get deeper into this issue that I have with a lot of women. It's not like a a vendetta, it's just a bone that I pick. Women are like vultures. Okay? So they're like vultures. They circulate around meat. They circulate around food. And they sort of they sort of signal one another that they have the meal, right, they have the food now, so they circle around, and let's just say it's a man with resources and values, these women will swoop right down, and take as much as they can, and leave, this isn't the old school traditional belief, When it comes to relationships that if you you meet somebody and if you're genuine and if you're honest and if you're caring and if you're considerate, you know, things will go in your favor. Most of the guys who have this belief are the ones who get burned first for a multitude of reasons. Number one, these guys have a good head on their shoulders. A lot of these women were pretty much programmed to be dysfunctional. I've talked about this several times with a woman's upbringing in the household. That's going to really express her interactions with men. More importantly, her relationship with her father, which is something I always talk about. Because remember, this is something that a lot of women They may understand, but they're not willing to acknowledge that the absence of a father affects women just as much as it affects men. Now, it's going to affect men differently because men need that father figure. We need that male provider to show us what we need to do when we reach that point in life. With women... It's completely different, but it's on the same accord because these women began to see relationships and how relationships work. The fuck are you doing? They began to see relationships and how relationships work within the family structure. So if a woman grows up having a father in her life, who is responsible, who is a provider, he is going to look into the aspect of relationships for that man who can resemble the work ethic of her father. So if you take that out, if you take the father out of the household, then what do you have? You, you essentially have, in a lot of cases, single mothers dating from guy to guy. These women grow up seeing their mother with several guys after guys after guys. And that dysfunction becomes functional to her. She sees that, well, whether she comes to the conclusion of it's right or wrong, she sees her mother doing it. So if her mother doesn't tell her about the situation, she grows up with that mentality. In my opinion, this is a lot of where damaged women came, come from. See, a woman isn't damaged the things she does it's what led her to do those things that makes her damage there's a lot of women who just want to fit in they want to be cardi b they want to be megan Thee stallion they want to be beyonce but they're just not they're just not and it's fine be yourself you know what i'm saying i think that's the issue with a lot of women as well like a lot of these women just spent time emulating one another instead of finding out who they truly are. And I think a lot of men, if we're talking about hip hop, well, geez, it's like a fucking clown show. Everybody's emulating one another. Nobody has their own style. Nobody has their own charisma. It's uh, catchphrases from other artists, lingo from other artists. We're pretty much in like a clone factory. That's what 2020 became. It's like a clone factory. You know, one person talks about the disease. The other person talks about the cure, but there's still the viewer who's worried either end. On either end of the spectrum, and we're talking about COVID-19 as well, you have fear that is being used to program everybody. Then you have the fearless, you have people like me, like, okay, um, COVID-19 is bad, but you know, um, H1N1 was bad as well, You know, AKA the swine flu. There's a lot of illnesses before this, and there's going to continue to be illnesses after. But having that realistic mentality or having that realistic point of view, isn't necessarily a great thing, apparently, because there's people that are trapped by that, but um, I'm going to try to bring this down about four minutes, clock in, and then I want to go over this Tommy Lauren video, I'll be kind of late doing so, but I'm doing it only to make a point, you know, this isn't the news podcast, but I tend to talk about current events. I talk about things of the past that can be related to things today. And it's that's just how the cookie crumbles, right? All right, all right, all right. Back at it. Back at it. Just got some incredible, incredibly great news. I will still get my eight hours, but I will only be here to eleven o'clock. So that's great. I'll still be home before it is even 12 in the afternoon. So that's great. So, without further ado, I just want to go through this. Damn, I had this iced tea container on top of my phone. And this shit is like ice cold. But, um, let's go through what Tommy Lawrence said about men being trash. Men are trash. Says Tommy Lauren. Men are trash. Okay? Just remember that. This is the concept. We're not going to go through 15 minutes of this, but we will go through a good bit just to make my point. Now let me start off by saying, you know, in the beginning, when you see this little weird smile that she does. There's another guy that I mention, you know, on this podcast a lot, Replicant Fish, that is Replicant Fish. And he went over this. But the difference was he had a picture of her before the fame. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you guys something. This bitch looks below basic. As I've been talking about from the beginning and think about this shit, when you look at these celebrities, right, when you look at these these fucking celebrities, you think they always look the way that they look? Let me light this hell up. You think they always look the way that they look? These women go through surgery. But even after the surgery, they got the insecurities because they had to get the surgery to begin with to have some confidence. This is how a lot of these women operate. And it can be a small procedure of just concealer, makeup to cover up all the blemishes and acne, R can be the extreme under the knife deal. All right, so right in the beginning, we see Tommy Lauren, who's a solid seven, maybe less. I'm just gonna be truthful. She's not like a low tier bitch, but she needed plastic surgery to not become the low tier bitch. Okay, so let's get that out of the way. All right, Tommy Lauren, we're gonna continue. We're gonna start this off. trickle in before I start talking, because this is important. So waiting for you guys to get here. So normally I do final thoughts, and I do Instagram lives, and I do rants about politics. Uh, there's plenty to talk about in politics right now. Do it every day is a great time. But something, as of recently, has been on my mind, and <coughs> I consider myself a, teacher, a helper. A helper <coughs> oh shit. Could possibly inspire people to be better. So let's just start off. My bad for the coughing, you know got some uh, small I got some really strong gases I'm in hell right now but um, as I've spoken about this before she is a what you would call conservative woman a lot of people especially you know big shout out to um, Undead Chronic you know she is essentially low tier When it comes to personality, okay? We're going to use, this is going to be the word of the day. And see, this is going to drive home to a lot of you stank bitches. Now, you women have the looks, you know what I mean? You women have the sexuality, which is why when you walk by, men will stare at you. And a lot of these women, they don't understand the difference between affection and attraction. What we participate in with with these type of women is straight up sexual attraction. A lot of times we don't want to talk to this chick because we know from how she looks and how she carries herself, she's going to have a stink ass attitude. And then you got these type of hoes who are established hoes who are still nonetheless hoes because of their mentality. Tommy Lauren has a lot of money or she at least has enough money to where she doesn't need a man. She, This this is the reality. When we talk about celebrities. And this is the end of the year. So I'm going to give a salute. I'm going to be mentioning a lot of content creators. Uh, Anthony Spade mentioned this. When it comes to Beyonce. When it comes to Cardi B. And these other women who talk about promiscuity. And talk about how you don't need a man. You shouldn't need a man. But have men. They have powerful men. They have established men. They have successful men. But these dodo ass, dodo head ass bitches will still listen to these women when it comes to relationships or not getting into one or being more independent. But these women aren't as independent as they promote themselves as. You know, it's like professional wrestling in a sense. It literally becomes professional wrestling because you have these entertainers who are really gatekeepers. These entertainers are actors. A lot of these actors are even worst actors in real life. <coughs> Meaning, they're good at playing a role, but they're bad at being themselves. They're bad at just enjoying life and not worrying about people's judgment towards them, not worrying about the criticism from the naysayers, the people who BS, the people who shortcut their entire fucking lives. They'll never... Truly grasp the understanding of having your own thought and having your own opinion and being a free thinker. So let's jump back into this Tommy Lauren bitch man. <clears throat> We're going to do something a little lengthy today. <coughs> We're going to do something a little bit more lengthy. I've already clocked in, so everything's set throughout the day here until eleven. I'm not saying I'm going to eleven. I'm not doing this podcast to eleven, but this will be lengthy because I do want to point a couple things out in this video. So. Without further ado, continue. So, with that being said, this is a PSA for all the men out there and all the boys who think they're men, but they're actually boys. This is going to be the summer of canceling boys. (laughs) Now, from my own personal experience... (laughs) This is going to be Tommy Lawrence Cool, not me. Pause, no homo, whatever you got to say. Um, pre-pro-heterosexual comments here, but she said we are going to cancel. This is going to be the the summer of canceling men. Remember Hot Girl Summer? Do you guys remember that? I think that was maybe, what, two years ago? Possibly even three now? Hot Girl Summer. And Hot Girl Summer was the idea of straight-up open... Promiscuity. Women just going out there, you know, just to be the sex doll for the night. Just to ultimately be the woman who's ran down at the end of the day. These women celebrate this type of shit. And then you have the people on the forefront, like Tommy Lauren, who could also be considered influential. Although... If you mention black people, or if you go to black people and mention the Tommy Lauren, they may slap you in the face. Like, this is sort of the Katie, what's the other chick's name? Let me look her up. I like that chick. Um, fuck, man. She got big-ass titties, too. I hate to say it. I'm a man. I'm a piece of shit. I know it. But, um, we're going to look this shit up, man. I got to now. Fuck it. I got to look this shit up now. Katie Bennett, bam, didn't even need to open it, just remember, just off the top, Katie Bennett, which is like Liberty Hangout, I think she has a channel called Liberty Hangout, you know, she's a pro-Trump woman, conservative woman, more of a Republican woman, built like a brick house though, she's not built like your average white chick, you know, sure, I'm a dog, I'm a piece of shit. It's the end of the year, so I'm just going to throw it out there, no rules. Certain, there's like an attraction in the same sense, like if you think about success, for example, and this is just, this could be seen as realistic on both ends. Black women will probably say the same thing as well as some black men. For a period of time, whether you believe it or not, Whether you actually agree with it or not, the success level for black people when it came to Hollywood was actually, in fact, white people. When when you're a black celebrity, like you're Seal, you got, I think it was Seal that got that bad bitch. I forgot her name. I think she was like a model or some shit. Heidi something. I could be wrong, could be correct. She's like an eight and a half nine, which isn't that good if you're talking about Hollywood. You're talking about Hollywood. You're talking about you know dimes at a time. You're talking about... Um, you can mention it. I can mention a couple drafts. People may agree. People may disagree, but we're only going through just examples. I don't consider Beyonce to be a dime. I honestly don't get... I honestly don't understand just the attention or just the envy of Beyonce. And I'm not talking shit about Beyonce. She's an entertainer nonetheless, but she's also a gatekeeper just to be real. Just like most of these celebrities, are gatekeepers. So they're not going to tell you about what's really happening. They're just going to sell you a dream and they're going to give you uh, something completely opposite to their agenda. So you got what? Beyonce. Uh, let's, let's mention some black names. Um, Beyonce. Let's use Megan Good. We can use two Megans Megan Fox, and we can use Megan Good. We can use both of them. Um, you know, dime pieces. These women weren't like that their whole lives. Okay? It's an obvious thing. And we're talking about entertainment. We're talking about entertainment, we're talking about Hollywood, we're talking about that connection to women's perception of men, perception of themselves, and just this alternative view of reality. There is a point, there was a point in my life when I was, say, 15, 16, and I began really getting into um, women, essentially. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy being not not women as a whole see I'm a piece of shit I'm going to tell you that right now I don't like being in large groups of women unless I'm fucking at least one of them that just gives me the reason to be out in one place with so many women but at the same time you're not going to be hanging out with a girl while she's hanging out with her girlfriends you're just the only dude sitting there I I've never seen that maybe in a parallel universe coming soon with these fucking simps you know what I mean with these Decepticon simps who just come out of the woodwork and will put themselves in terrifying, embarrassing shambolic behavior that involves low-hanging fruit because let's be honest like What is the upper echelage? What is the the high level? What is the elite premium platinum type of level of women to a man? Well, all right. A good looking woman. Cool. But a lot of guys, and this is how you can test simp behavior. These simps and how they operate. These dudes will wife up porn stars. Like, incel-level black pill to the max, I believe the black pill is necessary to an extent, but if you're a guy who's who's still putting himself out there in the dating world, and if you have a black pill way of thinking, then what the fuck are you dating for? See, I have a black pill mentality when it comes to dating, and when it comes to 85% of what you would call relationships today. Because everything, as I talk about throughout this year and when I jump back on here for the second time, early 2019, it's all different. You're not going to be in situations with women where you're thinking about introducing these women to your parents type shit. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen because of the morals being what they are today with a lot of women. And because of the speed and energy that goes through text messaging, uh, online dating, there is a quickness to it. You don't have to wait in line to look at beautiful women, but you're going to be looking at it on your phone. And see, this is where this generation that's coming up, Jesus Christ. I know what it's like. I understand now what it is like to get older and realize that the youth, the people that you've seen as a kid playing kickball or just in the street, you know, throwing throwing shit, just being, you know, irresponsible as they should as kids. You see them come of age. And as a late millennial I began understanding like holy shit like this is crazy the atmosphere of like any form of activity and we're not even going to use CV19 because that will be easy because a lot of people of course are going to be cooped in their house these are the same people that were running around clotheslining DDT each other for toilet paper these are the fucking idiot blue pillars of the earth this is how we have to be for now on. And we can't just sit back and, and give people slack for being idiots. You know, a lot of these people talk about subjects and have no idea, have no experience on the subjects, So it just sounds like one giant monologue. It sounds stupid. It's like incels. I did an episode on incels, but I'm going to explain it briefly before I continue, just so people who may have not heard that episode, will may get a chance, they may be intrigued about, you know, the topic, they may want to go and view that episode, y'all can, but I'm going to explain it again very quickly. Involuntary celibates are men <clears throat> who look at pussy as the goal line. They actually take the word scoring serious when it comes to women because these women are pedestalizing something that they just haven't had. Something that is obtainable, but they have to be the ones to put in the effort. If you're a guy who is red-pilled, there's a good chance that you spent five or 10 years putting in that effort to women. And it came to a point where the quest and the journey of doing so became fruitless. It became joyless. There was no real joy in putting yourself in a situation where you will constantly be berated. You will constantly be manipulated. You will constantly be in arguments depending on the degree of women you're dealing with. And since we're talking about the red pill we know the growing number of promiscuity and promiscuous behaviors by women we know these things you know I don't have to sit down with a Bill Cosby sweater on, um, a fucking um, corduroy on, whatever that weirdo used to wear excuse me man I had to take a sip of this gold peak tea. But, um, it becomes easy instead of the incel who, like I say, they worship vagina, they look at vagina as the second coming. They look at the vagina as a goalpost. And I'm not even trying to be funny. So, Let's make a comparison, right? Just so I can make a... I can create a reference. So, N-cells, on one end, you have people who believe that they just lack the social skills. They lack the social skills, and because of that, they stay... They become extreme introverts, which this is a touchy situation because let's just say you're a writer. You stay in the house to write or you at least travel to places to stay in a particular place to write. You're not walking around with a fucking notepad looking at trees and just writing a book. You're not really doing that today, but these are the people who are still able to be productive. And see a lot of these guys who lack, relationship skills, they don't lack work ethic, and see I gotta keep telling you bum ass niggas who try to target these men as bums, you guys are the true bums, these incels you would have to look at it as, and I'm not even trying to be funny or disrespectful, but look at it as like autism there's something that they lack, but they tend to have the upper hand when it comes to other things, or maybe a particular thing AKA making money Having a career Being smart Having intelligence Puts them in a higher bracket When it comes to money And see A lot of these A lot of these incels I think is 50-50 There's guys Who just want the sex There's incels Who are my age I'm 32 years old There's 32 year old men Who haven't smashed yet Which I'm not making that funny, but I just find it to be odd. And on top of that, they worship the idea of smashing. They worship vagina to the point of being like lost puppies. Just imagine lost puppies, but these aren't like adorable puppies. These are like puppies that look like possums. These are like possum, bitch-made, soy boy puppies. And these puppies are wild. They're not like your usual wag your tail when they see you. They just lunge at you. If you're a female, they lunge at you with hatred. And see a lot of MGTOWs And it becomes easy. Like it's 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 easy for women to do it because now, you know, we become more vocal about it because we have the ability now to be more vocal. We're able to deal with well, not not everybody, but people like me. I'm able to talk about these things, make it somewhat funny, but be as realistic as possible because the shit, you know, the shit, the shit is really going on. You know, it's not, it's not like a a fantasy. You talk about women and their perception of men and their idea of success. It's almost like a novel, a fantasy novel that these women have in their heads when it comes to successful men, high-value men. It's money and resources, money and resources, money and resources. But they're looking for the, the match, the perfect guy who has just amount, the same amount of resources that he may have of attraction. However you want to equate that, this is how women see men when it comes to high value. You know, women have a very unrealistic viewpoint when it comes to dating, when it comes to men, when it comes to relationships and ultimately when it becomes marriage but in a lot of cases these women who view the great boyfriend they'll deal with that great boyfriend but that great boyfriend doesn't become a great husband that relationship ends and her mind is completely resetting I believe, like, if you're around, like, look at women when it comes to relationships, or at least from my perspective and how I remember it. You know, there's times where you'll have your girlfriend will mimic you. She'll say the same funny shit that you say, or she'll begin to act and have the same mannerisms that you have when she's around you long enough. So there's women who embody the idea of the lovey-dovey relationships. They they represent that still whether they believe it or not as a feminine woman than your average guy. You know, your average man will look at the relationship especially a relationship with experiments or a, a relationship with experiences that were uh, above most right you know he'll look at he'll look back into those relationships but he won't have the same mindset that he had when he comes into it. Women on the other hand when it comes to relationships, they can have that same emotion that they had when they first met the guy just from looking back I know women who have letters I know I know a woman maybe a couple but I know one for a fact who still have letters that I've written to her she still have letters that I've written to her and this is from I would say close to 2010 maybe 2011 a woman from back then had letters, probably still do today because I wasn't talking to her much after the relationship but I never necessarily had a problem with her it was one of those relationships where it generally doesn't work out and I think both sexes both genders I should say, male and female should come to terms and understand that you get, you get the belief that the woman you are seeking is this one woman who's going to complete things. And she's going to motivate you to do better. She's going to motivate you to be better. In a lot of cases, that doesn't happen. You don't think... Men, a lot of steps, they have that blue pill mentality when it comes to dating and being in relationships and even marrying women because of their upbringing because of a fantasy not even a fantasy just because you glorify something doesn't make it necessarily a fantasy it's a like concept where these men see What they want, or they know what they want, they may not be able to point it out, but they can explain it. And that's just the name of the... That's just the way of the world now. When it comes to men, they can tell you. I can explain to you what a good woman is. It's not like an angel. It's not like a woman who doesn't participate in madness but it's a woman who can control the madness. It's the woman who can simply be a part of something but stand out most of the time. And it doesn't have to be what necessarily looks, but looks are a good factor. But it can just be the attitude or the lack thereof and how she carries herself. She's more presentable. These women today are like masculine as fuck. I'm looking at a lot of these women, I'm like, what the fuck, are, what, what's wrong with you? Shoulders all cocked out, wife beater on. You know, they have like the fucking joggers that all the Chicago and drill rappers wear. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all, what, what's wrong with y'all? Pilled out, a lot of these women are peeled out. A lot of these women are perked out. A lot of these women are zand to the max. You know, a lot of these bitches are off of uppers and downers and floaters and drowners, all types of narcotics, a chemical dependency that is usually once again brought to brought into her life from her broken family. She may have a father who did those things. She may reach a, a point of depression during the teenage years, and this is where the drug use really kicks off. I have certain people who I don't necessarily consider friends, but people who I'm still friendly with. And the reason why I say these things is when you take the red pill, it's not just your relationships that are going to be sort of effective. It's going to be your friendships and a lot of your your interactions with family members that become limited. Because you don't necessarily have time to go back and forth with somebody about some bullshit. You can you can literally come to the reality of learning more about yourself, which is a good thing, an extremely good thing, because you know what you're capable of. But it's also a bad thing because in a lot of cases, you're going to have to um, end a lot of friendships and relationships. There's a lot of guys who would who have these posts. And have these uh, blogs on Reddit. And they talk about how they became red pill. But the problem was, and the kicker about it was, they were already married. It doesn't have to really do much with age. You could be in your 50s and become red pill. But in my opinion, late 20s is where... The transition begins. Not just of the man, not just of the regular, everyday blue pill simp, or the feminist ally male, but everyday men. But there's the there's the selective few who took in the red pill at maybe their late twenties, and they haven't really began seeing things happen until they're thirty, like myself. There's also guys now who are in high school who consider themselves MGTOW, and I find that to be a little alarming. But I can only imagine if adults have the have these tendencies, these low-hanging fruit tendencies, to just twerk, be loud in public, argue in public, be on their phone loud in public, have a weird bizarro view when it comes to men men are the villains but they have to be the villains who provide and with women it's become so critical to speak up about these things that men are losing their channels men are men are losing their content on youtube men are losing their um, reddit They're losing their Reddit posts, their Reddit accounts. A lot of men who speak these, who speak this way or speak about these certain subjects on Facebook directly, you know, they'll get banned. There'll be some woman out there who who views it or some soy boy simp who views it and who wants to just get rid of it, reports it. A lot of bitch-made shit is going down. 2020, And I think, you know, tomorrow, a.k.a. 2021, things are going to be even more crazy. But before I end this off, I think I will end this off soon. It's almost 730. I want to go over some things pertaining. um uh, uh, The thing, the setup, this thing that I got, the thing, you know, I got the thing set up. And I'm about to push out one of my many YouTube slideshow presentations very soon. Um, since I'm gonna be home a lot earlier than I expected, which is a great thing, because I'm still getting eight hour pay, I figured that I could jump on the Chromebook, put together a slideshow very quickly. I can do so very quickly. It's just, it's an art in doing so. So there's a, there's, a, there's the art of timing, so if I put a picture out there or if I put an article or if I put a screenshot of something I want to talk about, I have to time how long I'm going to talk about it because how long the slide's is going to be displayed. I can drag it. I can drop it and then go to the next slide. So it's not just these type of conversations. It's going to be more structured. It's going to be aimed towards a particular topic. I'm going to break down the information. I want to do... Now that I think about it, it seems to be more fitting. I wanna do the red flags, dealing with the red pill as the first video, I believe. And I think that'll be easy because I'll be able to do a brief reintroduction of myself and be able to just drop content, drop content, drop content. And um, this year has been what it is. You know, throughout the year, I've just seen a lot of corruption. I've seen a lot of chaos. I've seen a lot of false idols. I've seen a lot of critics and even more criticism within the critics. I've seen snakes. I've seen fakes. I've seen double crossers. I've seen double tappers. I've seen treachery. Yet at the end of this journey, within the year, I've seen a little bit of treasure. So, you know, my aspect of the new year is different from my aspect of the new year last year, definitely the year before, and probably even more so the year before that. But I've spent most of my time sort of grinding it out and trying to get to a point and try to get to a particular um, place in life, whether it's working or relaxing, where I'm just content. I'm not satisfied, or I'm not just settling with being content, but I'm cool with being content. You know what I mean? Getting into, uh, getting back to, uh, to the place of work that I wanted to be in for over five years, and finally getting there. Leaving the place that I was at before, just in the earlier years, or just in the mid part, towards the end, towards the second quarter of 2020, was already a start. And now finally being here, um, I can't necessarily complain. I can complain, but I'll choose not to this time around. I've definitely been in worser situations throughout the years. I've had worser years. 2019 was a tougher year than 2020. Even with everything going on, because I was always focused, even when all this shit was happening, I still had a job I had to go to. I still, ha- I still had a shift that I had to complete. And I still had to push on and do the same thing the next day and then the day after. So all of this shit just becomes routine. But my... I wouldn't say my goal, but my view now, since I have all of the things that I need to better the podcast, to create content for YouTube, for the Renegade Red Pill channel, for those who don't know, now you know, and really build off from there. So now I have a foundation and the things that I do when I'm not working, it's about being productive, but finding creative ways to be productive. Now, a lot of guys... Well, because of what's going on, these guys will be into the party scene, these guys will be into the club scene, they'll be into the bar scene, and a lot of these places aren't open. So a lot of these men who are used to the typical blow-off steam, they're not getting that outlet. So these guys... They stay in the house. They become couch potatoes. Uh, They don't really get into any activities, any hobbies. And, you know, that's not really a good way to be. See, most of these simps and beta men, they worship vagina and they worship women because they don't necessarily have a personal life. They don't have things that they're occupied in doing or they don't even have a... A square To go towards They're always stuck On square A They're always in boot up mode They're always in setup mode They're not functioning And they're not being as productive And they're not having Any sort of goals Or realistic points of views To push themselves forward So they'll always be in the back And that's something that you also gotta realize As a red pill man You're gonna look back at certain friends you've had and realize that throughout their entire lives, they've done nothing to propel themselves forward. It's always about bouncing back. But for me, it's about bouncing forward. Why would I wanna bounce back? You understand? Like, Why would I want to literally bounce back when I can simply bounce forward? I can reach. Uh, my idea of New Heights or reach my idea of the next level without little to no criticism little to no drama little to no BS on my own record you know what I mean tonight I think tonight's gonna be a good night today in general is gonna be a good day since it's almost 8 o'clock and that that already leads me to three more hours of <laughs> sitting around bullshitting, A.K.A. working. Just joking, working. Three hours of just working. That's it. And then 11 going home. Oh man, planning what to do, man. You know, tonight's gonna be a a decent night. You know, uh, hopefully I hit up my homeboy. Hopefully he hits me back. Set something up on that tip. But then my other boy, when he gets off of work, you know who knows. You know, New Year's Eve may just get a bottle of champagne. May just do it. May just do it up. May just get a bottle of champagne. I may not. I'm, I'm, I might just be talking shit. But you know, it's a uh, one of those times that I can say that I can actually celebrate. You know, reaching a new level, um, a new job, uh, a new podcast, or should I say a new reboot of the podcast, where in previous topics or, you know, in previous podcasts, even my older podcast that wasn't from Anchor, whether it's Blog Talk or I had a couple other places I would use, it was pretty much like immature subjects, not to say that I've changed much. Yeah, my topics have changed, but I still have the same viewpoints. I just know when to turn that switch on and on. I know when to turn it on for entertainment purposes, and I know when to turn it off when I'm trying to make a serious point and I'm really trying to have a thought-provoking subject for this thought-provoking podcast, which is called The Red Pill Party. You know? But it's it's been a interesting year. I'll go as far as saying it's been a very interesting year. I'm hoping the year that is coming has the same benefits because I benefited from 2020. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people who haven't. And, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to those individuals and their loved ones. But a lot of us happen to been very productive in 2020. We have been moving. We haven't been in just one area. We haven't just been stagnant and just been stuck on the couch, a lot of us. A lot of us have no choice but to move around. A lot of people who work for um, healthcare. care, uh, a lot of fast food restaurant workers, a lot of people who work at your fucking Acme's and rates or Kroger's or wherever the fuck you're at in the world, whatever shopping centers and grocery stores that you have these were still people who had to be productive because they had to make ends meet and they weren't trying to be one of these people who were just broke all the fucking time anyway and who's just complaining just to complain and be a part of the crowd these are the people who get up go to work at their jobs every day day in day out and push forward A lot of people lost their jobs throughout the year. And I'm not disrespecting those people. I'm saying the people who are broke as fuck just to begin with. Now, whether you can mention welfare, you want to mention these type of people, whatever. Whatever type of people you want to mention, just equate it to what I'm saying. So you got the people who are broke as fuck, constantly broke as fuck. They get scraps every month. They get scraps maybe every two weeks. But they're complaining about what's going on and say that they need money for the relief. A lot of these people don't own property. A lot of these people don't have any investments towards anything important. They're not even saving towards the things that they want in life. They just expect shit to be handed to them. And we're not going to be able to reason with these people. Whether they're black, white, or Hispanic, There's no color involved. These are a people of thought. This isn't people of color. These are people of thought. They had that mentality to want to just sit around and beg for shit. And even when you get older, you see the same people with the same mentality. To me, that's when that shit becomes old. That's when I look at it and I go, wow. These motherfuckers are still doing the same shit, with the same mentality, they didn't have any, they didn't have any um, drive, or any ambition to be anything greater than what they became, and that's when I was able to just step back, like, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to keep pushing forward, I'm going to still have the things that I need to discuss, the topics that I need to talk about, the podcast, you know, the YouTube channels coming I would say being realistic because tonight is New Year's Eve. I'm not going to be touching that Chromebook. You know, I may touch an Xbox controller, but I'm not going to be touching the Chromebook. Um, Tomorrow, which is New Year, that is when I can really start putting together the slideshow. Now, I had started the red flags before I end this. I started the red flags within the red pill and relationships yesterday. But then, like I said, I had the bright idea. I have the bright idea to just make the 50 relationships, the 50 red flags of relationships with the red pill. I can now make that my first slideshow, as I talked about earlier. So... That is 50 red flags, so my goal is to start off and just run through the 50 and then speak about it, give a viewpoint here and there about certain um, red flags that I find to be very funny and very interesting, and the reason why I'm saying it's funny is because it has happened once or twice in my previous relationships. So this is going to be a video or it's going to be a slideshow for a lot of these men who have been in these relationships and had these red flags or who are in relationships and who may be experiencing these red flags and what you should do about that. Am I telling guys to leave a relationship over a lot of these red flags? Not necessarily, but it's going to be. It's going to be something that you may not be able to ignore in the long run. You may go back and look into this woman's eyes and realize that there's a lot of things about her that you don't like that's not going to change because you don't like them. And she can say the same about you. Once again, a lot of relationships just don't work out. The idea of one another is just not what it is. You know what I'm saying? But yo. 2020, interesting year, Um, mind-blowing year, a corrupted year, but still a productive year. This is Jersey Judah. This is the Red Pill Party Podcast. I will catch you guys 2021, okay? Sounds funny saying it like that. 2021. I will catch you guys on a later date, a new year, a new start. Same old shit, but we're going to try to do things a lot different here. We're going to try to be a lot more productive. We're going to try to achieve greatness, at least on the podcast and YouTube tip. But in the meantime and in between time, signing out. Peace.